Welcome to the Leader Growth Podcast. I'm David Skidmore. Thank you for joining me here today. If you have not done so yet, would you go ahead, rate this podcast, review it, subscribe to it, and would you share it with someone that you know it can help. Now, today I'm excited because I'm going to be sharing some things that can help you become more productive as a leader. And for most of us, this is something that we wish we were. We wish we were a bit more productive. We wish we were a bit more effective. A lot of us wish we were a bit more efficient. And so in getting things done, for me, getting things done, it is not an easy thing. It's a challenging thing. I have to work really hard to make sure that I stay focused. You might be like me in that, and you know that for you to do your best work, it takes a bit more. And so today, I'm hoping to add a bit of value on this. And just to give you a, a little background on what happened this summer, it was one of the most stretching, most challenging times that I've had in my leadership. Besides uh, launching a new book uh, and launching a few other things along with that, I was helping uh, organize and direct TEDx Oklahoma City, coaching speakers with that. Um, and then there were quite a few other engagements that I had at that time. What that led to within my own life was feeling like I wasn't giving enough to certain areas. I didn't feel like I was giving enough to leader growth. I didn't feel like I was giving enough to TEDx Oklahoma City. I didn't feel like I was giving, giving enough to the book. And what I had to do was go back to some of the basics to make sure that I was doing things to the best of my ability with excellence. And so in this pursuit now that I have of going deeper in my life, going deeper in my leadership, these are some of the things as I've reflected, these are the things that have helped me uh, get things done. Over the past few years, I've had the opportunity to do some really exciting things. Uh, we launched Unstuck in 2020, wrote that book in three months, released it during the pandemic, created a music album with Marcus Cadence Jackson as well. It can help motivate you in the gym. In fact, uh, I have heard back from quite a few of you who are still listening to that album. Thank you very much. Appreciate the encouragement. And that's what that was uh, uh, designed to do. On top of that, uh, a few years ago when I was working with Salt and Light Leadership Training, we created a few different films. And that as well was a challenging process. Besides that, working with the TEDx program, working um, to develop speakers, working to coach people, uh, this podcast, creating new content, coaching uh, leaders, coaching groups. It is a challenge just like you to get things done. And so that's what I want to do is I want to share uh, specifically 30 things. You may have already implemented some of these things, but these are some of the basics that, that I do. And as you're looking forward into a new year, as you're looking towards what you're going to create just a few months from now, when we uh, start a new year in 2023, I want to encourage you with some of these practical things that you can do. So number one, this is my number one thing. If I want to be productive is drink water. I know it's unexpected. There are a lot of other things that you could do, but for me, that's a foundational thing. If I want to be productive, I have to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate in the morning. What that does is for whatever reason, it helps my mind become more clear. It helps me be more focused. And I feel like I'm, cause I actually don't love drinking water. So it helps me be a bit more efficient in the day. The second thing is this, I work to restrain myself in social media. I notice that when my social media engagement goes up, when I become more uh, of, of a 
consumer on social media instead of a contributor, um, I notice that my productivity goes down. And so I really try to make sure that I'm focused on the time that I'm uh, online, make, make sure that when I'm on social that I'm contributing, uh, that I'm commenting, that I'm encouraging, uh, but then I'm moving away from it so that I can uh, get other things done. Number three is this. I've found that it's really important to reward myself in small ways. Now, sometimes people um, make themselves work really, really, really hard uh, to ever get one little reward. I like to give myself little rewards along the way. One of my favorite lines that I heard recently is from Erling Kagi. Uh, he is a philosopher, and, and what, what he wrote is, it's better to eat a bite of chocolate than the whole bar. And as I've thought about it, I actually enjoy like just one bite of chocolate more than having the entire bar. And so just savoring something small as I go along. Uh, number four is this reviewing with the big picture in mind. And so that that's something that you want to do consistently is review where you're going, review where you are and do so with the big picture in mind. Sometimes we just review our task, but we don't see uh, how our tasks are connected into everything else that that we're doing. Doing, trying to move towards our goals, trying to move towards uh, the success that we want, um, whether that's leading others, whether that's uh, just developing ourselves, whether that's getting things done on the day to day. And so making sure that those are connected in the big picture. Number five is this, make a to-do list. Number five, make a to-do list. Go ahead, check it off. Like there's actually something that happens in my mind when I'm able to check things off and say that thing got done. And sometimes, you know, if, if you're developing someone, that process can take years. So you want to find things that you can go ahead and say that's done. Next, I can move forward. Okay. Uh, number six is simply this be proactive. Um, find yourself moving forward. And one of the ways that, that you can ask, am I being proactive is just ask what your energy is. Is your energy leaning back? Are you finding yourself sitting down waiting? Or are you expecting that you're going to take the next steps that are going to provide results? If you believe that you have the power within yourself to create results, then you're going to be proactive. And so that's one of the things I found is just move forward. Don't wait for others. Make the call. Send the text. Send the email. They probably forgot. If they didn't and they don't want to hear from you, they will tell you. But be proactive. Number seven, get 1% better. Some of you are familiar with this uh, with this idea, don't try to change all of your habits overnight. James Clear talks about this in his book, Atomic Habits. Uh, a lot of us are really trying to uh, change everything about ourselves instantly. We don't like a situation. Um, we try to move out of it quickly. What I want to encourage you uh, is, is while some, some things you probably do want to move out of quickly, uh, you know, maybe you want to move out of the McDonald's drive through quickly, but what 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 I want to encourage you with in life is you don't have to make your transformation happen overnight. Just get 1% better. Do the little things today. Just 1% better. And for, for me, this is one of the biggest challenges because I like to take big jumps. But I'm finding that the most important thing that, that I can do as a leader is to be consistent and to do the things again and again and again that matter most. Number eight, practice gratitude. 
Let me say that again. Number eight, practice gratitude. I find that a lot of leaders are so focused on what's next that we're not thankful for where we are. We forget the work that it took to get to this point. We forget the people who have helped us to this point. Uh, We get so focused on results that we forget to be thankful for our our very lives. You know, one one of the things that um, I loved seeing, you know, when when my mom was struggling with with her health is for, for months, she would just say day after day, I'm thankful for healthy arms and legs. And then there was a day when she didn't have healthy, uh, healthy legs anymore. She couldn't walk anymore. But at that point, she would still find little things to be thankful for. And having that mindset where you're just staying thankful, it allows you to move forward. It allows you uh, to stay positive. It allows you to stay joyful. Number nine is this, fill your own cup. You know, this is a saying that a lot of people say in, in leadership is, you know, are you leading from a full cup? Are you leading from uh, a half full cup? Is your cup empty? What does that really mean? I think sometimes we move through these sayings so quickly that we don't even really think, what does it mean to fill my own cup? So for me, I know that I need to have time with friends. Those are mutually beneficial people in my life that I connect well with. Those are people who are going to encourage me. I also know the trajectory of their life. And so often we've been doing life together for a long time. These are people that are in my corner. I'm in their corner. I know that that I need that. I know that that uh, you know, like like I said earlier, hydrating is really important. What I'm eating, uh, working out, some some of those things. Filling my cup is really important. One of my practices is journaling. If I look back and and I see, oh, over the past six seven days, you didn't journal. I notice I usually wasn't walking in a way that was very healthy in that time. So I try to practice journaling as much as possible. I try to practice doing little things that fill my cup so that I'm not living from an empty cup. Even if a situation is difficult, even if a season uh, requires a lot of perseverance, it's incredibly challenging. You don't know if, if you can keep going. Filling your own cup can keep you going forward in a much better way. Number 10 is this, leave margin in your day. I think a lot of us are running so hard in life that we forget to leave margin in our day. And what, what, what does it mean to leave margin? You know, like you, you, you think back to your old notebook, probably not like a moleskin like this, but thinking back to those, to those old notebooks. Remember that, Taylor, back when we were, you know, in, in uh, middle school or high school, you get like that five star or three star and out there on, on the side of, of the page, you have margin. That's, where that red line is, and you don't write over that red line. Some of us did sometimes because we were a little bit sloppy with, with our work, and we forgot about the, those lines. But margin is the extra space, and that's leaving room. Sometimes that's fifteen minutes a day. Sometimes that's you know fifteen seconds a day. <laughs> but you should be leaving more time for yourself, if possible, to be able um, to evaluate things to be able to reflect, to be able. So intentionally creating margin in your day is important if you want to stay productive because it allows you um, to think about what you're thinking about. Number 11, come back and follow through. You know, one of the great things you you can do is towards the end of your day, you can even set this as a uh, reminder, um, a calendar pop-up. What you do is, you know, whenever your day ends, 30, 45 minutes before that, 
go back through all of the things that you might have missed on your to-do list, uh, any of those emails, texts that you need to make sure that those get done before the day's over so that those things don't stack up on you. Uh, number 12 is this, don't stare at the frog. My friend Don Milliken told me years ago, if it's your assignment to eat a live frog, don't stare at it. I think sometimes we put off the things that, you know, we don't want to do. And what ends up happening is we notice that the frog just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So if it's your assignment to eat a frog, don't stare at it. Number 13, start early. I find that when I start early, it helps me have that edge in the day that I don't have otherwise. One of the most important things I can do is go to bed early. So if I'm not going to bed early, it impacts starting early. I might be able to do it on Monday and Tuesday, but by Friday I'm worn out. And so making sure that you're getting adequate, adequate sleep, but also getting the edge, you know, uh, in the movie Rocky three, this is where Mick talks about, or excuse me, this is where Apollo Creed got to make sure I'm talking Rocky in the right way, but this is where Apollo Creed says, rock, you got to get that eye back. It's the eye of the tiger. When I'm up early, I got the eye. Number 14, exercise and work out hard. I want to push this exercise and work out hard. It's not just about doing a little bit. It's actually pushing your body because when you push your body, at least for, for me, one of my keys is when, when I push my body hard, I'm, I'm reminded that I'm capable. I'm reminded that I'm building my myself. I'm reminded that I'm getting stronger. I don't get that when I just go for a leisurely walk. That's important but it's going and pushing myself hard in the gym. Now, if I'm being totally honest, the past couple of months were two of my worst months uh, in the past couple of years as far as being consistent and going to the gym. I took on too many things, and so what was I doing? I was trying to stay effective, but that was one of my habits, uh, and unfortunately, it fell off during that time. So making the adjustment, stay focused, do a few less things, make sure that I'm working out. Had a great workout today. All right, number number uh, 15, have snacks that keep you light. There are some snacks that you know make you feel a little bit heavier as, as the day goes. Some snacks make you feel lighter. And so I've just noticed like if I have those snacks with me, I don't have to be thinking about going and getting something. Some people don't like to snack. Some people intermittent fast. Some people like fast sun up to, to sundown. That's not me. I do really well when, it, when I have snacks, when I have some, some different things. It could be a protein shake, but it helps me keep going in the day. keeps the energy up, uh, keeps me focused, but I don't want to be eating fries. I don't want to be doing those things. I don't want to be eating a lot of bread. Uh, instead, I want to have snacks that, that keep me light. Number 16, simplify. You're probably doing too many things. So right now, what shouldn't you be doing? One of the questions I ask people often is, what are you focused on? And then I ask them, what should you be focused on? Sometimes it's just looking at that. Well, I'm focused on a lot of things that shouldn't be present in my life. Okay, well, what should we do with those things? Let's go ahead and either we're going to delegate that to somebody or some of those things we're just going to let go uh, because they don't really add value to our lives. Uh, number 17, embrace the power of same. Uh, I'm, I'm a person who likes doing different things, but I found that when... I have at least like a good routine, a good rhythm, a good structure. Uh, it helps me become more effective in all areas. That doesn't mean that all day long I like to do the same thing. 
For me, that becomes incredibly boring. I greatly admire some of the people who do. But for me, that's not how I'm made. That's not how I'm wired. So what do I do? I try to find some times of day that I can do the same things over and over and over again. Number 18, if you want to be more productive, intentionally add joy. I think sometimes we're way too serious. We're acting like life is just about being productive and getting things done and doing more and being more efficient and more effective. And we forget life's about people. Life's about the impact that we make. And life is also, it's about the fun we have along the way. So I want to encourage you, add a bit more joy into your life. Sometimes you should go have some pizza. Sometimes you should celebrate a little bit more. Sometimes you should thoughtfully plan joy into your life because you're only going to live this life one time. So why not add a bit more joy into it? Why not smile more? Why not laugh more with people? Why not intentionally plan times where you know it's meant to be lighthearted and we're not talking about anything serious right now? Instead, we're hanging out, we're telling jokes, we're laughing. That's what this time is. Number 19, review and reflect. I talked about this earlier, review with the big picture in mind. I want to intentionally add in review and reflect. This is the idea, the practice for for me of journaling. Are you taking time to make sure that you're not just reviewing what's happening in your life, but that you're writing reflections so You're asking questions like, is this what I want to keep doing? I find that when we don't ask those questions, what often happens is our lives end up doing the same things that we ultimately don't want to have in our lives. So if we want something different, we got to do something different. What do we do? We review and we reflect. Number 20, read and give time to make notes and apply. There's fun reading, but then there's also reading like Atomic Habits, Boundaries for Leaders, Crucial Conversations, some of those books you're familiar with, but are you just reading it or are you making notes and then applying those things? Remember, if you're not applying things, it goes away quickly. We don't just want head knowledge. We want to integrate some of these brilliant thoughts and move them into our lives. 21. Plan trips every six weeks or so to refresh. Now, why would that help you be more productive? Number one, it gives you something to look forward to. Number two, getting away revitalizes the work that you do. If you never get away, you don't get that refreshment. So just plan every six weeks, every 12 weeks, every six months. I think you ought to add a little bit more than every six months. It could just be a day away. It could be going to the zoo, but I'd recommend taking three, four days away at minimum and spending time to intentionally refresh, uh, reflect, and then come back a little bit better. Refreshment for me looks like playing hard, looks like having a lot of fun. Maybe that's that's four-wheeling, maybe that's uh, on jet skis. Uh, It's ultimately getting away from work for a little while. Number 22, zoom out and then zoom in. This is a daily practice. So like, okay, I know that I have things that I have to get done. I want to zoom out what has to happen now. 
what if it doesn't get done today, but it gets done this week is going to be okay. And what should probably be focused on next week? I want to zoom out and then zoom back in. Number 23, I love to go on walks. If I'm in a stressful season, I go on, you know, sometimes three walks a day. If I'm in a joyful season, I often go on two to three walks a day. I like to walk early in the morning. I, walk, I, I like to walk in the evening. And sometimes I enjoy a walk during lunch. Uh, sometimes I like to challenge myself with that a little bit, Taylor. And what I do is I go on walks in the hottest part of the day just to find out if I can, you know, if I can handle it. Um, 24, remind yourself you are driving. Stay at the wheel. Sometimes we can abdicate responsibility. Sometimes we pretend like uh, our life, our job, our purpose is somebody else's. Remind yourself, I'm at the wheel. You know, I'm a follower of Jesus. Uh, I've talked about that on this podcast from day one. Not to get preachy right now, but if you're a follower of Jesus, I would just encourage you, uh, the theme song of this podcast is not Jesus take the wheel. Uh, That's not really what life is about. He's more like, very happy to be right there in the passenger seat, but he wants you to exercise your responsibility, to exercise your authority and to grow in responsibility. That's what it means to live, uh, you know, from, from Matthew chapter 25, from the parable of the stewards. It's about taking what, what we have and growing more. It's not on saying somebody else go do it for us, but it's us applying ourselves to it. So even if you have other people working for you, just remember that ultimately you're driving every day. 25, fill your mind with positive thoughts. That's simple enough, right? We got to fill our minds with positive thoughts. If you're thinking negative thoughts, you're going to have a negative life. You think positive thoughts, positive life. Number 26, this might sound like the antithesis of what I just said, but find pain and use it. If you're drifting from being productive, what you might want to do is remind yourself reality has consequences. You might just uh, some, sometimes like I'll, I'll just kind of like press in on my ring finger a little bit, push it, like just, just give, give myself a bit of pressure, bring myself a little bit of pain right there. Remind myself that my work or my lack of work will have consequences attached to it. Same thing with, um, same thing with, with time in the gym just taking that time and saying, okay, I got to stay consistent. I got to stay focused in the gym. What am I going to do? I'm going to cause myself to feel a bit of pain. And that's going to ground me back into the reality of today. I need to get things done. Pain is a consequence when I don't. 27, eat something light at lunch. I mentioned snacks are really important. I encourage you to eat something light at lunch. I heard a guy, uh, he says that he just eats salads at lunch. I've mentioned this before. That's what I started doing. I found that it really helped me out. Some days I cheat on that. Taylor, today I cheated on that. I didn't have a salad for for lunch. I'll be back on it tomorrow. So are we going to be perfect on some of these things? No, not trying to be, but I'm trying to be more consistent in some of these areas. Number 28 embrace mindlessness and boredom. Put the phone away. Don't turn the TV on. Don't grab a book. Don't grab any device. Let yourself be still for a while. Let yourself get bored. Watch where your mind wanders. Embrace mindlessness. My mind doesn't stop. Give it a shot. 
see if things can slow down, see if you can embrace mindlessness, and then watch what creative things begin to uh, show up. Watch how you begin to reflect in a different way when you're not always doing something else. 29, keep the scents fresh. When I'm writing, I always have like some eucalyptus oil or clove oil or something going that just kind of keeps me feeling a little bit fresh as far as what, what I'm taking in. And number 30, finally, say done next. Tim Grover talks about this in his book, Relentless, the people who are ultimately getting things done. He refers to them as cleaners. You can trust them. You got coolers, closers, and cleaners. Those who are cleaners say done next. It's not just done. I say done next. I'm moving forward. What's next? I'm not satisfied with where we are. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep moving. We're going to keep challenging ourselves because that's what we do. I found that when I do these things, and honestly, do I do all 30 of those things every day? No. But I find that I'm doing more of them consistently. And when I do, I'm more productive. I believe if you start adding some of these things in, and some of you are already doing a lot of these things, but maybe adding in a few more of these things is going to help you be a bit more productive in your life, making sure that you're focused on what's really important. Because at the end of the day, that's what you and I want. What we really want is we want to focus in on what's really important that's making an impact on other people's lives. So if you've gotten worn out, if you feel burnout, if you feel exhausted with all of the different things, can I just encourage you to zoom out for a moment and reflect on what's really important to you and then zoom back in and do what's in your power today. There are a lot of things that are not in my control. They're not in your control. But what is in our control, it would be amazing if we gave ourselves to doing those things today. And if we do, what's going to happen is we're going to touch a lot of lives. What's going to be incredible, though, is you and I are going to experience transformation as we overcome challenges. And that's what we want to see you do at Leader Growth. We want to see you grow. We want to see you continue to develop. And we are passionate about being part of that journey with you. So I know some of you are looking to grow even more this year. You're going to be interested in jumping in on modern leadership. That's our digital leadership uh, development. And some of you are going to say, man, I, I really know that I need to surround myself with other leaders because I don't want to go at this alone. And you're going to want to be part of a leader growth group. And we would love to get you involved with that. You can contact our team at hello at leadergrowth.us hello at leadergrowth.us to make sure that you're taking those steps to develop yourself as a leader. Because as Craig Rochelle says, when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. We believe that your life is making an impact. We want to help you grow into the person that you ultimately want to become. Next week, I'm going to be back here with an amazing guest. Until then, love hard, live full, and lead strong. This is our declaration. We are locked in, all in and full out. We are the roar. You think you can run with us? Let's go. I get lying in my blood. You were just a cub. I roll with the king. I am guaranteed to dub. What it is, what it was. I am dope, showing love. From the dirt, get a glove. This flow is for the scrubs. You can't beat me. So go take a seat and do it.
trying. Yep. And I see you trying to sell me some fear, but.